appliances and systems in your home, guaranteed fixed or replaced, with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-814-5615. 800-814-5615. That's 800-814-5615. 800-814-5615. and ESPN 92.5 brought you by Zadok Jewelers, KFNC and KFNC HD2, Mont Bellevue, Houston. Welcome back to the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5. Killer Bees are also known as Africanized Bees. And we all know there's nothing Africanized about these two guys. It's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. It's Yes. I've been hearing rumors of this song. I didn't know that it existed. So pull back the curtain. Joe George said, I have a surprise for you guys at four. So I, I thought it was going to be something that Spencer said. I thought Spencer was going to be correct when he talked about the you know the African thing, 3%. So this is a, what would we call this? A remix edition. This is Chance McClain. And Frank. And Frank. Yeah. But didn't you say that this was like It was a, commissioned by Vandy. It was commissioned by Vandermeer. They were going to use this with the Texans. But really? they never used yeah. it. Yeah. So that's the backstory here, is that this song was going to be the remix commissioned by Vandy, rock and roll, and they were going to use this at Texans games, but for whatever reason, they did not. Yeah, so we're going to use it. So why? I wonder why they didn't use it. I don't know, because it, it's pretty good. Were, were they? Was it 1560 was, at the time when they commissioned them to do that? Probably. That's interesting that Vandy would do that. Was it? So Vandy did this after the Clay Walker thing became a thing? Like, he felt like it was already running its course? No, I think this was going to be like a secondary type deal. Okay. I think. I don't know. I don't know the backstory really at all here. But I would guess it'd be a secondary thing. Um, what'd you think? What'd you think of the song? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six on a scale of 1 to 10. I, mean, I think it's a 10. It's a 10. It's I think, a 10. To me, the biggest thing is is that if you can't get rid of the whole damn thing because of how annoying it was I love with, with, with Clay Walker. Oh, that's great. I, I think Football that this was a way to at least jazz it up and, and make it more hip and cool to where it sounds <laughs> like something that has a beat to it that they could dance to and snap their fingers to and you know stomp their feet a little bit as opposed to the Clay Walker version. It sounds a little grungy. It sounds like a yeah. little punk rock, grungy yeah. Seattle yeah. type. Like, they should play that when they're playing the Seahawks, like I think. The, the Clay Walker lyrics are hilarious. It's football time in Houston, and the Texans are ready to play. Like, that is a, that's a legit thing that, that, they, that they do. Like, yeah, that is so we'll, hilarious. We'll use this for uh, Texans at four that's going so good. forward. You should. Now, yeah. I was going to say something. I can't remember what I was going to say. What happens if Drive You Smooth gets upset about it because it's the same lyrics and the same song, and he might have oh, a little bit of a problem with Have it. you heard the one? <laughs> what Chance was at 610 for a little bit, I think, wasn't he? Was he? I'm pretty sure that he was. There is something that exists on the internet. I'll find this later. I'll try to. I'll, I'll tweet it or something. Where I heard John McClain talking about this. Cal McNair like goes into studio and sings a song. With, At six ten. Yeah, yeah. It was oh like early, it was, I think it was very early. It was like early two thousands, like right when they got the team. I'm, I'm going to find it, but it, pretty sure you can get your hands on it. It's on YouTube. Oh, wow. I would have to search and remember what would, to type, but yes, I would absolutely. think the new imaging of everything to do with what they're working on, they probably don't want that out there. I'll search for it. But yeah, that's a that's a great intro rejoin for football. Chance McClain, the architect of the Yao Ming song. Yao Ming, Yao Ming, Yao Ming, Yao Ming. Yep, yep. And then Van Gundy <laughs> came into the picture and hated that song and hated everything about anything that singled out individual players and just papooed all of it. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, so countdown to kickoff with Texans at four. 13 shows left until the Houston Texans kick off the 2023 season. Going up against the Baltimore Ravens. What is our storyline that we're talking about today, Joe George? Who is going to be the most impactful player for the Texans defense if they're going to have a top 10 defense uh. besides Will Anderson and Derek Stingley Jr.? Can I make a – I'm feeling a little bit less confident in the defense after the – After they got run through like a sieve? After the Dolphins game than I am after the Patriots game. Um, I, I still have some concerns about their running defense relative to fair. the rest of the NFL. Very fair to have those concerns. So, like, that top 10 defense is uh, – okay, all right. So, who the X-Factors have to be for the Texans to be a top 10 defense? And we're eliminating Stingley and Anderson in this conversation, which is well done uh, by uh, – 
Joey G? Oh, come by on, because those would be the answers. Segment well, over by Jolene. I, I think one of the one of the big ones for me is a big one. I think it's Sheldon Rankins. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that you went out and, and spent a little money, albeit on a short term basis, to get a guy that can establish something to stop the run, to be a run stopper and a big body in the middle of that line to kind of help them, you know, correct some of their woes of a year ago. I think he's a guy that I'm gonna I'm looking at in exactly that role. Uh, for the Texans, I think he's got to be a game changer. He's got to be a guy that, you know, creates havoc in the interior defensive line. Yeah, that's a good call because I, I was thinking that it needs to be somebody that, that makes the run defense not necessarily impregnable, but stout. Like, it's like front seven-ish, solid. right? Yeah, they're yeah. solid. And I, I I still think this front seven has a chance, if I'm being completely honest. I, I like the pieces that they have. Like, Will Anderson's a solid piece that you you know you drafted, obviously. White Sox just tied the game in the bottom of the ninth. That's cool. Yep. Maybe they can walk off the Mariners. But you have Will Anderson, who should be a solid piece. You drafted number three. Rankins is a good call. I'm also I'm also bullish on Malik Collins. Like I think Rankins and yeah, Malik Collins could be a pretty formidable defensive tackle duo in the NFL. So like if you want to go Collins, like give me or if you wanted to go um Sheldon Rankins, yep. like give me Malik Collins. I was torn between the two of them. I went with the new guy, which I thought with the the name cachet a little bit too coming in, I I went his direction. You're right. Both of those guys together have a have a massive role to play this year and if they do it and do it well, you're going to find out just how impactful they can be and how many people will recognize it. Yeah, so I I think it's a great call. I was I was right there on the same path. I didn't know which guy I was going to go with, to be honest. But I think it needs to be somebody who's going to support the rush more than anything else. Because I, I think that's the biggest weakness. Obviously, it was the biggest weakness on last year's team. And I believe it's still the biggest question that I have on the defensive side of the ball. I feel fairly confident with the secondary if they're healthy. Like, I think Steven Nelson's obviously fine. I think Derek Stingley's fine as well. Bullish on Jalen Petrie. I have some small concern if Jimmy Ward's a little bit too old. Um, or slow. A little bit too old, too slow. Yep. Like I don't, I'm don't. i not saying that Jimmy Ward's going to be Ed Reed, but that's something that I'm watching early in the year to see if Jimmy Ward's better than MJ Stewart. Like I don't know that he is, to be quite honest with you. He, he didn't start early last year. They moved him from corner to safety because he lost athleticism. So that's something that I'm going to be watching very closely. But I don't think they need Jimmy Ward more than they need Sheldon Rankins or Malik Collins. Now, you could go with one of the linebackers, too. Like if you're talking about a guy who can hit a gap and stop a running back that, that's you know hitting a hole, now, the running backs would be interested because you're either going Christian Harris or you're going Denzel Perryman, I think. I don't think you're going Cashman. I don't think you're going Christian Kirksey. I don't think you're going Henry Toa Toa. I think the decision, if you go linebackers, Christian Harris, Denzel Perryman. Christian Harris, you know, and I've been a fan of his since he, when we were waiting with such anticipation for him to finally take the field. Once he did, he gave you no reason uh, to kind of pull back on any feelings about this guy playing good football for your football team. I think if I was going to say next in line after the interior defensive lineman, I was going to say either Christian Harris or to kind of your point on pass rush, we need a, we need a resurrection of John Grenard of two years ago. We need a John Grenard that's going to, you know, create havoc on the other side of Will Anderson and give you bookends that are going to really give tackles problems in the NFL because now your front seven can play a lot more freely. They can do a lot more things because they're going to be worried about double teams and how to stop stop the the edge rush on both sides of the line. And so if I don't go Harris and get another guy, but this time from, like you said, the linebacker core to kind of help complement the run stop and to be athletic stopping running backs when they get outside, I think it would be a pass rusher like John Grenard, who we know has talent, but... You know, it's been kind of an up and down since he's been a Texan. I didn't love the fact that um, I didn't love the fact that Jacob Martin was playing a lot in game two. Now, maybe it was just them giving looks to Jacob Martin. They wanted to see what it looked like on film. But if Jacob Martin is like in a 50-50 share with John Grenard, that makes me feel less bullish sure. on John Grenard. Because he's like, I, I think that Jacob Martin as a backup linebacker or a backup defensive end, he's more of a defensive end than linebacker, but an edge guy. He's a gimmicky third and eight pass rushing situation, speed guy in a wide nine where you're trying to beat the tackle, create you know chaos and try to get the, the quarterback to step into the pocket for a waiting defensive tackle or a waiting stunting linebacker that's blitzing, something like that. But if Jacob Martin's playing 50% of the snaps relative to John Grenard, I... I 
I'm kind of I've kind of lost my stock and interest in who John Grenard's going to be. I'm hoping that's a preseason thing, though. Yeah, well, and it's a nice story, right? That that Martin's a guy that's kind of resurfaced and can actually be a guy that could do some things for you. You look at a guy like D'Amico with all the different ways that he wants to scheme things defensively. It's a nice weapon to have. It's an insurance policy, as we talk about with the Houston teams. But overall. I mean, and Jerry Hughes is over the hill, right? He's on the downside of his career. He had a nice little kind of comeback stint in his hometown last year. He could be an insurance policy too. But if you're looking at anybody to compliment the pass rush, to me, it starts with Grenard. Yeah, uh, Grenard's a good call there. I'm with you on the interior defensive line, though. You have to hear Joe George. Texans top ten defensive line or top ten defense. You're eliminating Will Anderson. You're eliminating Derek Stingley. You can play along too, listener seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Who does it have to be? I'm going to take Petrie. I think Petrie is really going to be the guy that drives the bus. If he can get all those turnovers that people are expecting him to this year, like he can just be an utter game changer for the Texans defense. That even if you're giving up a lot of yards, if he can make one big play a game that you know turns well, the ball over. Then you're not a top-ten defense then. But there's top-ten defenses where they go bend but don't break. Okay. So like I, I think Petrie can be a guy where his tackle numbers, I hope, are way down. We'll start there. Well, let's Cause, first, yeah, because you need Christian Harris and, the, and and Rankins and these guys you guys have been talking about to stop them from getting to Petrie, and let him play the ball and make some big plays. If him and Stingley can effectively shut down one side of the field all the time, like it just changes the the dynamic of this defense in a big way. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I just think Jalen Petrie's already good though. So yeah. like in terms of like being an X factor, I already think that Jalen Petrie's that guy. Now, look, I think guys get better first year, you know, to year two, maybe more than like the the old college saying, you know, freshman, sophomore years, the the biggest uh time that a player can step up. Jumps, yeah. Now, if I the thing that, that I hesitate with Jalen Petrie on is like what Joe said and like limiting the tackles. So if he's going to be an X factor, how is it going to be the X factor? I think Joe kind of painted the picture there that it's a turnover type of thing. So are we talking top 10 defense in terms of yards? Or are we talking top 10 defense in terms of points? Both. Okay. Well, because, you know, you talk when we have DJ on and DJ Bienemy said, look, he's a guy that likes to talk. He, he likes to, you know, boast about the defense. He, we know he's been all over the place. Um, but to me, when you go back to ESPN Plus and, and when they were talking about impact players ready to take the next step, they said there's a starter that they predicted would be a guy that would be, you know, flirting with making all pro. And that's something where you take another step and you don't necessarily have to do it by tackling guys the same amount. You're absolutely right. And we, we, we cringed a little bit at how many tackles he had to make to stop the run because of how many guys mm-hmm. times running backs just ran rough shot on their defense. If you had to go linebacker, you're going Perriman or Harris. Because this is interesting. Like, See, Perriman to me, I think it was a nice. It was a he's a solid guy. He can help you. Yeah, but I don't. But I think that what we saw in preseason has everybody thinking that he's going to take another jump. I think if the two guy of the two guys, the guy with the highest ceiling and the chance to take another jump is Harris. I agree with you. I just wonder about the position though. Like if I don't think the Texans are going to play a whole lot of base defense four three, but Perriman's your middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. Middle linebackers get more tackles than Absolutely the weak side do. linebacker. Now, when you're a nickel, I expect Harris and Perriman to be on the field a lot together. Which now you're, you know. They're both kind of in the middle. Uh, I think Perriman's going to have more tackles than Harris just because of the position, but I completely agree with you that Harris has more potential than Perriman. I think Perriman's like the solid veteran. Uh, he's going to be very helpful in the careers of Christian Harris, Henry Toa Toa. I, I like Perriman. I do too. The fact, like, very early in the preseason, I've noticed that he's really good at shedding blocks, which is something you really need from a linebacker, and you really need from a linebacker when you're trying to stop the other team's running attack. So I think Perriman was a good find, a good sign. But I'm with you that Harris has a, has a far more upside. But I also think you nailed it in terms of what Perriman brings on the intangible side of things, on the, on the thinking side of football. His experience, his ability to have been through a lot of situations is one where he's going to read plays a lot quicker and, and have a lot more instinctual plays because of his time in the league, where, where Harris is still learning. So if you want to say that there's a chance that it could be Perryman, it's because of those things as well as anything else, I think. 713-780-ESPN. Who is your biggest act factor if you're eliminating Stingley, eliminating Anderson, if the Texans were to have a top 10 defense? All right, Joe and I are going to uh, Vegas tomorrow alongside Paul Gallant. Should we be dropping some cash on a futures bet with Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud on winning rookie of the year? We'll look at the odds. We'll discuss this on the other side. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. Toss a coin to your witcher. When the world is your oyster, where do you bank? 
Veritix Private Banking was created to assist high net worth individuals and their families in securing their legacy. At Veritix, we work with all your advisors to achieve your financial goals. To learn more, visit VeritixBank.com. Member FDIC. Hey, Moy, you ain't sounding too good these days. Lenny, it's a rough life out here on the deck. Between the hot, the cold, the wind, the rain, the scorching sun, and the unrelenting humidity, I'm surprised I haven't completely faded and fallen apart. Well, don't get me started about the sun lotion, bug spray, and chlorine from the pool. Makes me peel so bad now, you'd think I was sunburned. And what about that darn dog? Seriously, do I look like a fire hydrant? Yeah, remember, Murray, don't you? He split his seam right down the middle last month and was put out back behind the garage. Man, that's rough. Oh, no, no, no. If your outdoor patio furniture could talk, we're sure that it would want you to call Houston Powder Coaters to give it new life, a new coating, and all new fabric and straps. In fact, Houston Powder Coaters can weld, repair, and reassemble these pieces with all new stainless steel hardware so it springs back the way it used to. Go to HoustonPowderCoaters.com to find out more. That's HoustonPowderCoaters.com. At Houston Powder Coaters, they let the finished and unfinished product speak for itself. Tonight, Houston Dynamo FC looks to advance to the U.S. Open Cup Final as they take on Real Salt Lake. Coverage begins tonight at 8, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Every August, Federal American Grill is proud to help raise funds to support our combat veterans with PTSD. All the money will go to Camp Hope in Houston, where they help combat veterans heal. How can you help? Just dine at any Federal American Grill in August. Order off the lunch or dinner menus, and Federal American Grill will donate $5 every single time to Camp Hope. Please join us this month at Federal American Grill in Hedwig Village, Katy, Shepherd, or the Woodlands, and support Camp Hope. Hey guys, Lance Erline here. Does your knee pain keep getting worse and worse? Well, how about that pain in your shoulder, your hip, your back? Hey, don't let them tell you that steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. They can make that pain go away with all-natural, advanced, regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body that stimulates the damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they were supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough, and patients here are getting real, lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option that you need to check out, and the consultation is absolutely free. Call QC Kinetics right now, 713-913-5285. That's 713-913-5285. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy this next bit of brilliance with Joel and Jeremy. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the Killer Bees. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. Steven Nelson and how well he plays across from Stingley. Put that as a top 10 defense. I'm still concerned about the running attack, though. Like, even if you're taking that away, you know, at a decent level, I'm still concerned about... The other team running the ball down your throats. Uh, 3403 he says the offense. The offense would be critical in getting a top 10 D, staying out of three and outs, making drives last a bit. That's a great answer. Like, I'll be completely honest. Uh, we get a lot of lousy text from our loyal listeners. I'm kidding. But that's a really good one. Because, like, think about it. We just talked about scoring. You just talked about yards. If you prevent the other team from having the ball, they can't score. They can't sure. move the ball. I think that Bobby Slowick's offense, if if he gets it going like he wants it to go, like I think it's going to be built around the running game and time control and eating up the clock. I don't know if the – I'm concerned about the Texans' offense, if I'm being completely honest. I think they're going to have a, a tough time and a struggle to score points. No, you're right, and I think that it's definitely something to consider, and I think that that could be a factor if you want that defense to elevate. I, I think Nelson's a guy I thought about, too. I just know how important stopping the run has to be for this team, but I think that it is reasonable to think that Stevie Nelson – and set aside the vest comments and all the other stuff with his contract. I mean, they like him enough – to give him a, a pay raise, and and you need him as much as you want to see Stingley really kind of show who he is this year. You're going to rely on the guy on the other side as as much to do things so that you can do a lot of exotic things and other things to really kind of expose the the the, the athletic ability and the abilities of Stingley and the rest of the defense. 
I could see Stevie Nelson being in the conversation, but he's definitely not as important as any guys that are going to be in the front seven stopping the run. Yeah, I like the answer, though, with the, the offense because mm-hmm. the offense is very critical to, to keeping the defense off the field, not getting winded, and then the other team's not on the field, and they have, they're not going to be able to move the ball, not going to be able to score. Uh, 713-780-ESPN, HRP listener line, 713-780-3776. Uh, Joe George and I are, are headed to Vegas early tomorrow morning. Paul is going to be doing the show with me. You're going to be doing uh, 10 to noon. Uh, tomorrow, any special plans? Not really. Surprise stuff. Yeah, I mean, we you know bring bring back a little sentimental guy that people know a little bit just okay. to get him in the mix. All right, that sounds it sounds very fun. But when Joe and I are there, do you want us to play anything for you? Any bets? Hundred bucks on red. Maybe Packers that first pick. No, no give me a, all Packers first pick is no. I'm not going to go that far. What but kind you know, of odds I, we could get on that? Give me a hundred dollars to, to. I'll put it on red for you. No, chance. I promise you, I'll do it. No, chance. Are we, are we, I promise you, I'll do is it. Is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing tomorrow, right? When we gambling, get there, we're just going right to the table and putting a hundred on red. Yeah, first thing, go Cougs. All right, Scarlet Red down. Yeah, you guys are hanging. Why wouldn't we hang? I mean, for a little bit. I mean, I know you said you're not hanging with Paul. Are you going to hang with Joe? Uh, Paul and I have different interests, I think, when we're in Vegas. I care more about a steak dinner. I think Paul's looking for other things. Okay. I think fair it's enough. fair. Right? That's like, probably I'm not, true. I've been being fair accurate. Ho- I want, a good deal on Hawaiian shirts? I want a little steak dinner. I'm going to pack myself some gentle bins. I'm going to have a steak dinner and a little bit of bourbon. And, and... He did say he was going to pack some Hawaiian shirts. Really? Not, not yeah. surprising to me. Is that, a th- is that something that Paul does? The Hawaiian shirts? Apparently. I didn't realize that. Yeah. White Sox and Mariners yes. are in extra innings, and the White Sox just put up a goose egg in the top of the 10th. So White Sox need to score the Manford man. And Can we just get a button to fly ball? Just a button to fly ball. <laughs> button button, button to, to fly ball. Just win the damn game. Now, whenever Joe and I are there, should we be placing any bets on the Houston Texans rookies? Offensive rookie of the year. Here are the odds. We've been thinking about this. B. John Robinson plus 300. Bryce Young plus 400. C.J. Stroud plus 650. Jameer Gibbs, Jackson Smith, and Jigba are both 700. Anthony Richardson plus 900. Jay Flowers plus 1,200. Should we be laying down a few bones on C.J. Stroud? I, I, I wouldn't. I hate his value. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. And you, you, you guys break down the values a lot better than I do. I just think that one. I think Bijan's set up to where he's going to really shine. And I think that especially with the uncertainty at quarterback, he's a guy that both receiving the ball and also running with the football, he's got. He's going to have the the best chance to just put up really good numbers. And we know what we've said about it and what the track record says about rookie quarterbacks starting for the first time. I just don't put a lot of stock in any of the three guys that are going to get the starts. I, I, I think they're going to have they're going to be playing from behind all season. It's going to be either Bijan or one of the young receivers. I think that got drafted. Yeah, um, I actually think that the odds here, like the value, I like Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs at plus seven hundred, I think is the play here. Uh, Bijan Robinson, like favorite to win rookie of the year. I don't like the value. I don't like the plus three hundred. I don't believe in rookie quarterbacks a whole lot. So Bryce and CJ Stroud, I'm crossing off. Jackson Smith and Jigba has a little bit of an injury right now too. So cross him off. Anthony Richardson, rookie quarterback, cross him off. Zay Flowers at plus twelve hundred intrigues me because that's going to be an offense that wants to throw the yeah, ball. They don't want to run Monken. Lamar Jackson wants to throw it more. I, I believe in Zay Flowers. I believe in his skill. I think he's really, really good. The two, I might, I might actually play both of those guys. I might play Jameer Gibbs at plus seven hundred and Zay Flowers at plus twelve hundred. I like the value there. It's a lot of value. A and, lot and, of value. And I agree with you. I mean, you and I talked about it leading into the draft, then after the draft, uh, and the fact you were very high on Zay Flowers, Love and, and I think the fact that. You know, they're giving, they're finally giving Lamar like a full cupboard of, of, of weapons. They're giving him a whole lot of options instead of the Mark Andrews show. And, and the fact that you can spread the ball around and have so many different guys that can create you know, big plays out of the passing game, I think Lamar's going to be fired up for it. I think you're going to see a lot of results because of it. I just wonder if he's going to be, you know, sharing. Uh, yardage a lot because of OBJ and some of the other guys they have. Yeah, but plus twelve hundred is enough for me to play. Oh no, if it was great plus, odds. If it was plus seven hundred, like Gibbs, I'm staying away. But that is a crowded wide receiver room with with Bateman, with Odell, and then Zay, and then plus they have Mark Andrews. And Andrews, Andrews and, is a guy that you know that, that Lamar loves. You know who I like too? I like Likely. Like I like Isaiah Likely. I think he's pretty good. Now he's you not love him same. or you like him? I like him. I likely him. Like, I don't like lovely him, him. but, but you like. Him. I would if he was a tight end one somewhere else. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. But because he's behind, Andrews, behind Andrews, I think he's yeah. going to get vultured out of numbers. But I think likely he's very good. I, I like the skill guys they have in Baltimore. What do you like here, Joe, in terms of value for offensive rookie of the year that you're going to play tomorrow at Circa? Anthony Richardson. <sighs> Why? Because Running yards? Shane Steichen last year had the most designated runs or designed runs for a quarterback in the NFL. They're going to do the same thing. Now they're potentially 
Uh, the Colts have given Jonathan Taylor a Tuesday deadline to find a new team. Uh, reports are that there's been two teams that have officially made offers. White Sox won a baseball game. That's good. Astros are a game up on Seattle. So, like, Love it. Richardson would be the goal line back, basically, if Jonathan Taylor gets traded. Do you think Taylor's getting traded? We talked about well, it. As much as it's grandiose ideas that Ursay might have in his head, I don't know. I don't think he is. Here's uh, something I was reading too was that like Ursay's doing this, so Taylor gets the idea that his value is not as good as Taylor thinks that it is. Because he's letting Taylor and his yeah. agent make the negotiations. It's like Ursay, here you go. You yeah. ask for it. Here you go. Go find it, and they're going to realize that there's nothing there. Part of this, like in this article, where you know that kind of gave us these odds too. It's you know six of the last thirteen winners have been quarterbacks. So if I'm going to take a quarterback. Hold on, say that again. Six of the last 13 okay, offensive so rookie of the years 50, 50. Uh, have been quarterbacks. Like, if I'm going to pick a quarterback of this group, yeah. I'd want to take the guy who's at plus 900 that could rush for close to 1,000 yards, that could throw for 15 to 20 touchdowns, and just, like, he's he, going to get enough on the ground. He could be Justin could be Fields-ish? In, yeah, like Josh Allen, what he was his rookie year. Like, could he be that guy? You know, Josh Allen rushed for, like, 800 yards through 2,000 yards and 16 touchdowns. Like, could he do that? And like, but more with more games. Here's I, I like your logic. I like your logic. I don't. I don't like the idea that you think Taylor's going to be gone. I, I disagree with that. And then, secondly, the other question I would have for you is this: Like, how much do you think the Colts are going to run a rookie quarterback? Like, I don't see them running well, Anthony Richardson into the ground. No, but I also think that to Joe's point, unlike other coordinators, that if they had a guy like him, which we talked about, and I thought he's two years away from being even close to the guy that anybody thinks he can be. But now he's starting. But I think that because you got a guy like Steichen, a guy that's worked with Hertz, a guy that that can do a lot of things to kind of show the skill sets and, and utilize the skill sets of a given running quarterback, I think that that could go to the advantage of a bet like that because I think that he will run the ball more. He'll put him in planned runs where he's not going to get his head ripped off, if yeah. at all possible. But I think he's going to have a lot more called running plays. I, I, I don't think the, the answer should be no. They probably shouldn't run him that much. But I think they're going to. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Because I don't think he can pass that well. Yeah, I think to move the ball, they're going to use it more. Maybe not the first like two or three weeks. Like we'll use Ju- Justin Fields is probably the perfect example for this because of what happened last year, right? The, their offense was absolutely terrible until that game versus like the Commanders and the Patriots, where they finally unleashed him and started running the ball, and then they started scoring a bunch. Like I wonder if the Colts get to that point where they're not moving the ball, they're not using his legs, and then they turn it on and they say, dude, just go make plays. Yeah. Like, we'll worry about the quarterback stuff later, but, like, please just slide and get out of bounds as much as possible. If I had to bet one of the rookie quarterbacks, I would bet Anthony Richardson. Yeah. If I had mm-hmm. to bet a rookie quarterback. But I like the value of Gibbs at plus 700, and I like the value of uh, of my guy Zay Flowers at plus 1,200 more. On the defensive side of the ball... Jalen Carter and Anderson are tied at plus 500. Tyree Wilson, plus 650. Devin Witherspoon, plus 700. And then Lucas Van Ness, your guy, plus 1,000. Christian Gonzalez, plus 1,000. I think the defensive rookie of the year is a two-horse race, if I'm being completely honest. I think it's either going to be Jalen Carter. I think it's going to be Will Anderson. I'm not going to bet anybody else on the defensive side of the ball. I might just make a bet on Jalen Carter and Will Anderson, if I'm being completely honest. I really think that this is going to come down, because I don't disagree with you, but I've heard that Carter's having a great camp. And I think that it helps that you've got a lot of talented guys that are veterans around him and guys that, are, you know, there's no, they didn't, it's not any kind of a, a sly move. It's just smart football that they surrounded him with a lot of guys he respects and a lot of guy, a lot of Georgia guys. Uh, I think that this is a guy because of the talent around him that is going to be a really, really good football player this year. It's just that playing the position that he plays, is he going to have enough of those key stats? Is he going to get the sacks? Is he going to, you know, is he going to get forced fumbles and turnovers? Is he going to do things that people take more of a notice than other than otherwise just being a really disruptive guy on the defensive line? If he gets ten sacks from the interior, it's game God, over. If he gets ten, game I, over. But do you think he's going to get ten with all the other guys they have? Uh, there, there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of guys that need to eat there. You, you are right, but it, do you do you do you see another defensive rookie winning defensive rookie of the year? Because I think it's a two horse race. They're both plus five hundred. A if corner. I'm, a corner that like goes off so. like sauce and gets a bunch of picks. Witherspoon's the the highest corner on the board, but I don't know. I think I, it's Anderson, Jalen Carter. If I, I get both of Minnesota. them, at, if I can get both of them at plus five hundred, and I think it's going to be one of the two, I'm locked in in profit. I don't hate Lucas Van Ness at plus a thousand. <sighs> I hate that they drafted. If, if Lucas Van Ness wins Defensive Rookie of the Year, the Texans trade looks even worse because you could have had him at twelve. 
For sure. We had a lot of we had him on our board a lot of times when we yeah. were talking about if they went offense defense. It, if in terms of like grading the trade, which is forever going to be a black cloud until we get over it, which is not going to be for at least five years. If Lucas Van Ness is the defensive rookie of the year, yeah. it's going to make Casario's trade look even worse. Yeah, the start of that trade is going to look very bad. I I honestly think it's going to be Carter or Will Anderson. No, I think so too. I'll probably go I'll probably go Will Anderson. I don't love the value, but it's still plus five hundred. Like yeah. Carter seems like a head case already. There's reports he's been fighting camp. They've been having camp practice. I heard he's been having a uh, like a, a in terms of just football play. Oh yeah, that he's been having a dominant camp. I mean, it's, he should have the easiest time of any rookie in the NFL. No this question. Year. Somebody texted in says Roshan Johnson. What do you think of his chances to? Not good. Yeah, I just don't know if he gets the carries early. It, it, I like Roshan long term, but right now he's not going to get the majority of the carries. Somebody says Jack Campbell. Somebody says Jordan Addison replacing 107 targets to Adam Thielen. He's the best bet. I don't think Jordan like I think Jordan Addison's a good player. I think they really like KJ Osborne too. Yeah, they and do. they and they also they do. remember they traded for Hawkinson and Hawkinson was a pretty big weapon in that He's offense hurt. too. Is Hawkinson hurt? He got a back problem. I didn't even see that yet. Shefty was just tweeting about it today. Oh really? Yeah. Huh, I missed that. That's interesting. Yeah, because you know what? Regular season Kirk Cousins got a ton of weapons now. And I think they upgraded. Thielen was on the on the back nine. And they upgraded. I think they they got a lot of weapons. Running running game is going to be a question mark for me a little bit, but I, I think that Minnesota is going to sneak up on some people that think that they were mailing it in and pressing the reset. Are we sure he's hurt? Like the last T.J. Hawkinson, Hawkinson thing is T.J. Hawkinson wants to reset the market with a historic contract extension for tight ends. He's day to day. Feelings are hurt. He's day to day with a stiff back. Well, when he sat out most of practice because because of what the team attributed to lower back stiffness. It's day to day. Could it be? I don't like lower back injuries. Joe's could such it, a fear could it be a could it be a Bruce Psyche? No. If he's not getting the contract he wants, I doubt it. You're reaching. Well, I was just, <laughs> I'm just I'm just playing along. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Who should uh, who should who should uh, Joe George and I bet in NFL Rookie of the Year odds, offense, defense? Uh, why the face Wednesday? This is Joe's favorite segment of the week. Why is Joe making faces this week? It's the Killer Bees on ESPN ninety seven five and ESPN ninety two five. Hey, before we go to the break, tell you about the good people at Apollo Men's Health. Apollo Men's Health, helping people on a daily basis. Both men and women are in the lobby every single day, and they are finding that through Apollo Men's Health, they can have more energy to get all the things done on their to-do list, to get to the gym, to do more things, and get more things accomplished from day to day. And it's simple. It could be a B12 shot that you get every week. It could be all the different ways that they can administer hormone therapy, or you can learn how to do it, and they can get you the product, and you can do it at home. Or it's cutting-edge pellet testosterone therapy. You only got to go in once every six months, but it gives you more energy on a daily basis. You want to lose weight? They can get you set up when you start. You're doing your workouts. Start with a full body composition analysis, so you can start the. You can chart those critical numbers, and once you start, you can see the progress. Even if you don't feel like you're making gains, you want to recover quicker. They have HGH peptide therapy, and then if you don't have time to get to the gym, but you really want to or need to lose weight, you can check out semiglutide. It's FDA approved. It can have you losing up to six pounds every week, and that it could be a game changer for you if you know that weight is an issue. They really care about you, and, and so does Doc O. As he runs these clinics, he, he's opening more so that he can cover more of Houston and give more people a chance to get the benefit of Apollo Men's Health. Now open in League City as well as the two near downtown Houston. Go to ApolloMH.com right now. See all the services, and if there's a few that can help you, sign up for a first appointment. When you do, you'll find out most major insurance is accepted, discounts from military personnel and first responders. Mention my name, Joel Blank, a free B12 shot on your first official visit or a free body composition analysis. But go see them today. They'll make a difference for the rest of the year. It's the good people at Apollo Men's Health. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Is it football season yet? A tug of war. 22 nameless men grappling in the mud. They call it pro football. The official tequila of the PGA Tour, Maestro Nobel, welcomes global golf superstar John Rahm to the family as their new golf ambassador. Take it from me, Lance Zerline, and golf sensation John Rahm, Maestro Nobel tequila is outstanding. Resulting from 11 generations of tequila mastery, Maestro Nobel offers several varieties, each with different flavor profiles. Discover Silver, Reposado, Humido, Añejo, and Diamante. Perfect to sip and outstanding in a cocktail. You'll truly enjoy Maestro Nobel tequila. Proximo Spirits, Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. 
DraftKings Sportsbook at the Golden Nugget Lake Charles is your best bet this football season. Catch all the action and immerse yourself in over 3,200 square feet of LED screens. Wager, watch, and win in the sleekest setting with the best odds. Order some of your favorite bites and sip on an award-winning cocktail at your game day headquarters. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, Louisiana's largest sportsbook. At the Golden Nugget Casino Lake Charles, a two-hour drive from Houston. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Please call 1-877-770-STOP. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text KICK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text KICK to 321321. That's KICK to 321321. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Anyone can have a hot take on sports. You're going to continue to be a bunch of soft, underperforming, tattooed millionaires? But that's not what these guys are about. Joel and Jeremy are real, actual human beings. Guys that have lives, families, and feelings and stuff. So it's WTF Wednesday. WTF, why the face? Where these guys let you in on their non-sports interests, goals, and dare I say it, dreams. But more than likely, they're going with all of the WTF moments of the past week. It's WTF Wednesday. Why the face? With the Killer Bees. Why the face Wednesday? Poncho says, uh, Joe, you're making weird faces because you're suffering from hemorrhoids. Cash or trash? Trash. It's good news. Healthy. be bad to be on a plane for... I mean, I haven't gone to a yeah. doctor in like 10 years. We're so on a radio show. You I'm haven't healthy. been to a doctor in three in 10 years? Probably, man. Wait, time out. That's, a, that, that's not just hyper... You're being serious? Yeah, man. When I got fired from Gal Media in 2018, I didn't have health insurance for like three years. That a was physical only five can't years cost ago. that much. Yeah, I guess I last time I went to the doctor probably been like yeah. 2016. I mean, I'm with Joe on this one. I wouldn't get I mean, a physical. It's like seven like, years. If I didn't have health insurance, I wouldn't get a physical. Yeah, I think I'm going like at least six or no. seven. But you have insurance now. Yeah, I just haven't gone. My wife yells at me all the time. You probably need she to. She should. You're getting to that age when you start. You need a physical. I know. I'm 31. I'm getting old. Oh, you got to get. You get stressed out 30s. all the time. The blood pressure alone with the ticker should be checked. Double Rod says 30 year olds don't don't need to go to the doctor. Thanks, That's not rods. true. Thirty-year-olds need to go at least once a year. Get a physical, Try to pre- right. pre- preventative medicine. I'll go back when we get back from Vegas. Okay. Just you promise? You Just for you guys. Make sure you do it before our show starts, though. Do you want me to get you to Apollo Mental just so off. they can check the vitals? No, you can't take off. I can't. Oh, well, then no, I'm not going to the doctor. Can't take off for a doctor. I used to work an hourly job. We've so moved like... our show back three hours. You can fit it in in the morning, <laughs> yeah, Joe. Come on. <laughs> All right, he so does our... drive six hours a day. That's true. Our first uh, WTF Wednesday. I know it's supposed to be like not sports, so I'm just going to spoil this because I don't. It's so bad. I mean, why the face? No, no, no. I'm anti spoiler. I'm sorry. Swamp King sucks, man. It's bad. They Ooh. left out everything. That they did. They left out Cam Newton. They barely mentioned Aaron well, Hernandez. I mean, Cam Newton was only there for like an hour. But he stole a laptop and he got kicked out. The pounces. They left out the pounces. Like they barely they left out the pounces yes. entirely. Yep. Yes, they left yep. out like all the good stuff. It literally was the the biggest waste of my life. I wonder if they had editorial control. Yeah, it was a Tim Tebow and yeah. Urban, Urban Meyer Meyer yep. run. What's the opposite of a hit piece? Promo piece. I, yeah, I guess. Like, it was a promo piece for Urban. That's what it felt like watching. It was like how, much, how great he did over. You watched six all years. four episodes. Yeah. How many? How many hours an episode? I think it was. Like, I think it was like three hours total. Man, now I'm second guessing how much I want to. I was so excited for this. Yeah, I mean, I don't look, think you should be. If you need to watch, did something you watch on our I watched flight, some of it. It was really disappointing. It, between this and Johnny Manziel, untold stories. It's a garbage name for your business. Because they're not telling real stories. This was an untold story, too? Yeah. They're leaving out all these good details mm-hmm. and just, like, the juicy yeah. stories. All of like, the negativity and the, yeah. and the, the, the stuff oh, that could be piece. really sensationalized is gone. Yeah, it's a puff piece. How much um, How much Aaron Hernandez did they have? He mentioned, like, once. Yeah. Really? And it was a fight that, like, Tim Tebow says he started, I think. Tim what, Tebow started a fight? Like, there was a bar fight that somehow, like, Tim Tebow was involved in and... 
publicly, I think that's Debo funny. went to his defense. Yeah, but like that's it. Like they don't talk about like there's been like 30 players arrested from those teams. Aaron Hernandez was to Tim Tebow what Antonio Brown was to Tom Brady. We're we're missing one of the other like the kick returner. Oh, uh, Percy Harvin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Percy Harvin is one, but there was another one too. Rainey. Yeah, I think that's right. But yeah, Chris just, Rainey. Yeah. It, it was just he really, was really fast. Yeah. I remember him on NCAA. Yeah, it was just really disappointing because, like, you He's know, like there was, Tony coming out of college. Yeah, Super, he was more running back though, right? Right. But yeah, yeah. there was, was a lot of story left on the table, and it was just you can tell like they had some kind of editorial. You're control. not going to be happy now. I'm yeah. not going to watch it now. I don't. Yeah. Know, I don't know if I, I don't know if to be like thankful or mad. It, like, people, I don't know how to feel. You're messing with said, my emotions. Like, would you watch Swamp Kings and Manziel? Would you recommend that to people? My answer is absolutely not. Neither of them are worth your time. Well, I'm not going to watch it now. Well, is that because of the fact that they gave Johnny? Because in order to get Johnny to talk, they basically, I think Johnny's people wanted to have more control, have a little editorial control. It sounds like that's their business model. I, I think it, it sounds is, like they're yeah. getting editorial control to every single one of their subjects, it, and it, it leads to a lousy documentary. I'll tell you this. I mean, if we had the money. But this should tell everybody right now that's watching this with the same kind of thought process, well, we need to do one on what they missed. Because if you just did one on the dirt of the Gators... You'd have no. a, you'd have a success. See, like now, like thinking back, you know, Mouse of the Palace is kind of one sided. That's the same untold stories. The Tim Donahue is very one sided. Like yeah. I, I think that's my issue with these docs is that they it's don't okay. tell the story. They don't. They tell half. Is of it, it weighted against the league? Um, the Donahue. It's very yeah. much like he accuses. Who's the one who who hates Chris Paul? Oh, oh, Scott Stern. Foster. Oh, I heard Scott oh, Foster. They, right. The yeah. rumor is he, he, he was in on it. He very directly accuses Scott Foster of gambling on all the same games that he was on. Uh, and there's, you think he did? That? I don't think he necessarily did that. I thought he like pretty much said it directly. See, I think Donahue was actually covering up the NBA because I think the NBA helped cover up Donahue. Yeah, we had Tom Donahue on the air once. Tim. Yeah. It was uh, really he's yeah, he's pretty still good. very arrogant. Yeah. Oh, I actually maybe we have three things to get to. I think we might have. You guys really? Have, you guys had Spader on Friday? Yeah, you don't like Spader. Spader's <laughs> hopping into my DMs lately. Yeah, he's been hopping into my DMs. How'd it go? Hey, I think he's got a screw loose. Yeah. I think um, he's, dude, he, oh, oh, by the way, when he was on the air with us, oh, he man. was terrified. That's, yes, that's he my was point. Shaking yeah. in his that's again. I, I, I was like, he he's scared to talk on the radio. I, yeah, I think he like he sounded like he was being held hostage and he was trembling. He was trembling. to say words. Yeah, I was like, why is he on? I was like, I go on vacation. Well, he said well, he, I saw your tweet. He said then. he was like ready to go scorched earth on Major League Baseball. So I was yeah. like, okay, here's your here's your platform. And yeah. he just he re, he like refused to talk. To Brandon's <laughs> credit, I mean, if I so saw that, I'd done the same thing. Like you know, then start with us. It was weird. But, boy, he sure did. I was trying to go viral, man. I was trying to look for the impressions and, and the uh, clicks and bring attention to the station. I, I think you guys are going to know what you guys know what Firefest nice. is, right? I just Googled Firefest. Like, I am literally looking at a tab you, where I Googled Firefest because you know I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, I did. I watched the documentary Joel? the Hulu thing. Mm-mm. I was trying to remember Billy from McFarland's name. Yeah, so I couldn't Bill, remember his name. That's why I Googled so it. So if you don't know the story, Billy McFarland did this whole thing where he was supposed to have a concert on Pablo Escobar's island. They got kicked off the island. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) one of the greatest stories ever. Yeah, here's the thing Firefest 2, tickets are on sale. $8,000, no venue, no lineup. Love it. How many people have bought it? Yeah, seriously. Is anybody buying that ticket? Can we start a GoFundMe for Sean Mapes and Paul Gallant? To go? Send them. I'm not not paying (laughs) Sean Mapes and Paul Gallant to go. They'll probably just go and exchange the tickets if they can't cash out. But last time it was such a disaster. I would love to send Mapes and Gallant there. That's one of my favorite documentaries. The Hawaiians. Oh, it's that documentary is great. Who was the dude that was willing to take one for the team? What's his name? I don't know, man. But I want he, that guy on my team. He was willing to do anything at all costs for a there, fake festival. But wasn't there, <laughs> didn't they have like one big, big name performer that was locked in? Ja Rule. Ja Rule was, there you go. Was, there you go. Yeah, he was like he was like co-creator of this thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's people that were dropping out like the week up. Billy McFarland made a like, he, did you ever watch it in, uh, what is that, Inventing Anna, the Anna Delvey story? Yeah, that show. What a show. That's a quote machine. That show's wild. But remember, like, Anna Delvey was, like, uh, shacking up with Billy McFarlane for, like, a couple weeks. Yeah. What? Like, it's like, they're just, like, so crazy. They're, like, the biggest scam artists of our generation. Yeah. And, like, Anna Delvey is something Where's the else. Firefest doc? It's um, on, there was one on Hulu, and I think there's another one on Netflix. The, the Netflix one's better. The Hulu I one, agree. I think her his mom is in. But they do a lot of like the weird voice change and more animation. Where the one on Netflix really there's good. no venue and there's no lineup and they're eight grand a ticket. Yeah, 
butt in the horn. It's awesome. Like he's leaning into it. <laughs> I just can't imagine. Like who's the poor sucker who actually buys those tickets? The millennials. <laughs> the, There's the people no that way. are TikToking on the beach. I'm, honestly, like that, those people. Part of me is like, I'm curious. I'm fascinated by like, the story. Not enough to drop that kind of cash. That's why I would say, can we do a GoFundMe? No, I'm not submitting a dime on anything associated with Sean Mapes and Paul Galan going say, to Firefest. I didn't say you have to do it. But then they still, but but then they cash in, even if they don't have a, a if they blow the whole thing up again, they got money in pocket. No, well, no, we didn't make it like you have to go. You could just talk to Billy McFarlane, do some remotes from Firefest. That's and, what I'm saying. I've shot at Paul through remotes. We don't need to pay for this, though. Let's get a little, like, trade. Like, I hey, mean, hey, Billy, we'll come to this fake place that does not exist with a lineup that is literally not created. What's wrong with Billy McFarlane's lineups? And we'll be doing remotes from there to bring attention to your <laughs> fake show. That's like, what we need to do. Just like, could you imagine if, like, they, they brought by the food to Paul and Sean and it was a ham and cheese sandwich or just a cheese sandwich that's not cooked? <laughs> and, Paul Gallant would have an aneurysm. Oh, Paul would go nuts. <laughs> And Absolutely nuts. And then he'd go right to social media. Man. Like, it would be incredible. If he could get service. <laughs> I just like, maybe we should reach out and be like, hey, can we do some radio shows from there? They'd be happy to do it because we're bringing attention to their fake festival. All right. Get them uh, on the line. It. Get them to be a guest on the Killer Bees. <laughs> yeah. Make it happen. Make it happen. Free promo. And make hire that other guy. That guy's willing to do anything. He'll take us to new heights. There's sure. no doubt about it. Uh, Rockets are back in the disgruntled superstar rumor mill. Is this a, a good business to be in? And what would a trade for Joel and Bede look like? It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Hey, right now I'll tell you about the good people at my bookie again. Look, I'm telling you, we know that we love sports, but we know we love it more than ever when football season comes upon us, and it's here. It's going to be here for the next six to eight months. You can't wait. I can't wait. We all can't wait. But sometimes when the wait is over, the games just aren't what you really are hoping they could be early on. But you can make them more exciting, and you can make them more adventurous, and you can actually make a profit if you go to mybookie.ag and you bet on them. Because if you bet on games, you can make the most uninteresting game more interesting. And now that you got something riding on it, you can have a chance to cash in and win. At mybookie.ag, you'll find so many fun ways to bet on football. You can go against the spread, money lines, totals, prop bets, you name it, they got it. And right now, there's futures odds on teams to win the Super Bowl. One team here locally is 18,000 to 1 to win it all. Are you willing to take that risk? Do you think you could cash it in? Let's talk bonuses. Go to mybookie.ag, click on bonuses. There are several ways to leverage your deposit for more cash. There's a welcome bonus for new players, a reload bonus for existing customers, and a referral bonus if you get a friend to sign up. Hop on mybookie.ag today and start having fun. You can also bet on Major League Baseball, write down the pennant stretch, and the chase to win it all. You can bet on playoff games and regular season games on a nightly basis. Soccer, golf, all the fun sports. They have live casino betting as well. If you just got to get in and get some cash down, casino betting with real live dealers happens all the time. Bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, as I always tell you with the only place to do it. It's mybookie.ag. ESPN 97.5 on FM radio. AM is stupid. <laughs> got him. 610, please. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Are you ready for some football, baby? That's right. Football's back. It's officially returned. And let the betting begin. NFL preseason is here and college football right around the corner. It's time to get set up on my bookie so you can make those games a lot more entertaining and possibly put some cash in your pocket to boot. At mybookie.ag, you'll find so many fun ways to bet on football against the spread, money line, and totals. And right now, there's futures odds on teams to win the Super Bowl. One team we know is 18,000 to 1 to win it all. Let's talk bonuses. Mybookie.ag and click on bonuses. There are several ways to leverage your deposits for more cash. There's a welcome bonus for new players, a reload bonus for existing customers, and a referral bonus if you get a friend to sign up. Hop on mybookie.ag today, start having fun, bet on games, win some cash. You can also bet on Major League Baseball, soccer, and golf, plus they have live casino betting with real dealers. As I've always told you, and I'll tell you again, bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, with the only place I tell you to do it, mybookie.ag. Paid for by ERC Business Solutions. Attention business owners. Was your company impacted during COVID? If you had W-2 employees during 2020 and 2021, you may be entitled for up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This is not a loan. You do not have to pay this back. The IRS paid back billions already. We've helped thousands of businesses just like yours. So let us help you. At ERC Business Solutions, we make it simple. We do it all for you, so you won't have to worry about the complex application process. There's absolutely no risk. If you don't get paid, we don't get paid. 
Most businesses do qualify, even those with no decline in revenues or those that already got PPP. Find out how much you can claim. There's no cost or obligation. A team of ERC specialists are awaiting your call. Call now at 888-449-3604. Get up to $26,000 per employee. Call 888-449-3604. 888-449-3604. Informed opinions are oftentimes presented here. You're locked in with the Killer Bees on 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. We'll be in uh, Vegas this time tomorrow. I think I might have a bloody on the uh, on the flight there. Maybe a little jittle bend to pour in it. Sounds like a good idea, right? Sounds like a plan. It's kind of a... Sounds great. Vacation. You spicy? I like, a spar- I like a spicy bloody. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, it's usually my only go-to. Yeah. Or maybe we'll do high noon. What's the... Um, high noon. I mean, look, it's, it's like orange juice in the morning. <laughs> high noon. What's wrong with high noon? You drink seltzers, too? Seltzers? Oh, yes, he seltzer. does. Yes, he it's does. It's vodka. I don't think it's vodka. It says it's vodka. There's, you think that they're selling, like the little ranch waters they sell? There's are, no way they're putting liquor in that. They say they are. Yeah, they are. Why wouldn't they be? Because can you sell that at a gas station in Texas? You can't... The, yeah, it's like a beer. I no, mean, it's, noon, there's alcohol in it. It's high like a, noon, you don't, you can't get at gas stations. Okay, you're not supposed to be. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think you can sell that no, kind of no, stuff high noon, in certain like, states the, at certain places. Yeah, the vodka ones you can only get at like a liquor store. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. Talking but yeah, about. I drink those. What's wrong with that? Do they still have the drive through? Like heavy uh, IPA. <laughs> do they still have the drive through liquor range? Um. Yeah, but it's when I first moved down here, they were pretty big deal. A lot of the daiquiri shops have like kind of taken off and stuff, like drive-through yeah. daiquiri stop. Like I, I stopped at one near my yeah. house the other day. It was like fifteen dollars. Yeah, like, but I'm the drive-through daiquiri. I don't understand it. How do you have a drive-through daiquiri place? It can't be. It can't. It can't what be hard liquor, right? It's got. They put like wine in it. Yeah, it's like a wine mix. Yeah, it's like a beer and wine license, like, well, and they can put wine mix in it. So it's not. It's not. Oh, so it's not. Um, what's the open container because yeah. they put a sticker on the top yep. of the straw. Oh. So it's not an open container because they That's put a so sticker stupid. on the top of the straw. Some, or they put a sticker like on the lid, like where you know you put the straw. Yeah, yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you get away with it legally. Makes it's sense. Fascinating premise. Uh, Rockets are back in the disgruntled superstar rumor mill. Fadeaway world. They um, they put a trade package out there of what it would cost for Joel Embiid. I think this is a fair trade offer for Joel Embiid. The Rockets would receive Joel Embiid. The Sixers would receive Alpi Shingun, Amen Thompson, Tari Eason, Kevin Porter Jr., Jeff Green, a Rockets first and 27, Rockets first and 29. First off, do you think it's a fair offer? Yeah. I think it's a fair offer. I, I, I'm actually intrigued by it. I think it's a fair offer. I don't like it, though. Why? I like to keep my young players in draft picks because I hoard the, my young players in draft picks. Who would you be most concerned about giving giving away? See, I like Shingun. The draft picks, whatever. Like right. I like Shingun. But I'm I'm bullish on Amen Thompson. I think I'm on temps. Amen Thompson might have the biggest upside of all the young players on this roster, and that's saying something with how highly touted Green was coming out. But you said Jeff Green, not Jalen Green, right? It's Jeff. Yeah, no, not Jalen. So yeah, you're, you're giving keeping away- Jalen Green along with Embiid and Fred Van Vliet and some of the guys and. and I'm fine with that. Yeah, your starting five, I guess, would be Fred Van Vliet. Right. You'd have Jalen Green two. would be your two. Dylan Brooks is your three. You still have Jabari. Jabari's yep. your four. four. And Jalen, that's a pretty, that's a pretty like sexy it. starting five. I've got no problem with that. I, I just assumed that Green was probably going to be in any trade proposal. Now, does that win you a title? No. See, I don't think so either. I think that's why you don't do it. But it does take you, no, but now that's phase two. Now that takes you a step up, and you still have... The, the ability to make the team better as you go forward, I don't think it's championship caliber, but I definitely think it's a, it, it's a more of a consistent winning team that can make the playoffs. There's no doubt it's a winning team. I wonder if it lessens your ceiling, though. But you don't know the full potential of any of these guys you're giving up. No, you don't. But if you can't win a title with Embiid, is it worth making the trade? Well, yeah, because one, you could always trade him somewhere else and get more. Or get get well, another I, package back if, you, if you're I mean, saying that. But it, you shouldn't but, but get two, more in theory. As long as you older. still have Jalen Green, you can still put together another package, get another veteran. Now you got Van Vliet, who's your point guard, and you've got Embiid, who's your big. So now they're not taking away each other's shots and minutes. And you got a big and on the block, and you've got a, a point guard to, to distribute and do things. You get yourself a good wing for Jalen Green and and whatever. 
Now you might be talking about a team that could go take the next step. I don't know. It feels like a. I think it's a fair trade for Joel Embiid. I really do. I think in a package, like if the Rockets were to trade for Joel Embiid, I don't think it's realistic. But if the Rockets were to trade for Joel Embiid, I think it would look very similar to this package. I agree, and, and I'm shocked that Green is not a part of that package. I mean, you're getting a man. You're getting Shingun. That's pretty. That's a pretty formidable trade package. Two first round picks. Tari Eason, who I think is a starter in the NBA on the yes. right spot. Kevin Porter Jr., who I think is a solid six man in this league. That's that's a that's a lot. I don't know that I would go KPJ a solid six man, but I know. I but but I also man. know that from a basketball ability standpoint, he's not lacking. But I think the fact that you keep Jabari and you keep Jalen, and you get Embiid, and you still have Van Vliet and Brooks, and you still we we've talked about how many guys I like Tari Eason as much as you do. I think he's really really good. I think that he's better than just saying he's the next PJ Tucker or a six man type guy. He's versatile. He's long. He defends. He finishes. I think he's got a huge upside. But if that's all you're giving up to get the MVP of the league, you know, and a guy that's right up there with the Joker as the best big man in the world, I I think you're doing pretty well. Yeah, I feel like if you make the trade, though, you need to be seeking a title. Like if you're if you're making that sort of splash, you have to feel like you're a championship contender. Because if you're making that biggest splash and you're not a championship contender, and then you you know make the playoffs two or three years, you're right back to square one, and you're all of a sudden rebuilding again in three to four years. Let me ask you this, okay? If that's the case, and if that's their mentality, then can they create? Then they can, can they put together another package that could get them a guy like Dame? I think so, because you still have Jalen, you still have Jabari. Now, you have Van Vliet, so you're getting, I mean, two point guards there. You're getting a little bit of a surplus there. But now I flip it and ask you the same question. If they make the second trade, and maybe it costs you Jalen and Jabari, but it gets you Dame, and now you've got Van Vliet, you've got Dame, and and you've got Embiid. Is that a championship caliber team? I don't think so. Dame's a little old. He's still really good. That's a lot to give up for Dame, too. Jalen and Jabari. Well, but you don't have any draft picks to really. If you make That's, the first trade, you don't have any draft. I'm picks. not. I'm not comfortable with giving up Jalen and Jabari for Damian Lillard at this stage. You might have, of his maybe career. you try to get more out of it back from them because they got a boatload of young players too. But man, I'm just saying if we're saying that the first trade isn't enough to make them like championship contenders or you know upper echelon playoff contenders, does a second move that gets you a Dame or another? You know, I'm just trying to think of other super. You don't want Harden. I don't want Harden. No one should want Harden. You would need to be aggressive, though. Like, you would need to be aggressive in doing this because, like, if you're going to make a trade for Embiid with that package, you're, you're going all in. You're, yeah, absolutely. You're, you're going all in. You have you have Fred Van Vliet, a veteran. You have Dylan Brooks, a veteran. You now have Joel Embiid at 29 years old. You brought in Ime Adoka. If you're making that type of move, you have to go all in and probably make a secondary move. Maybe Dame Lillard's not that player. Maybe it's not. I'm just trying to think no, of someone I'm, I'm, else. Right, that, right, right, right. But, it, but maybe like another player that tries to make you closer to a champion. Maybe maybe it's just Jalen Green. Maybe it's just Jabari. Well, but again, if you don't think it's enough yet, because we don't know what they are fully going to be when they kind of get to the prime of their careers. But if you look at it and say, well, if Van Vliet's your, your, your point and Embiid's your five, now, if you if it's not Dame, but it's another All Star caliber perennial superstar type player, and you put them along with Dylan Brooks in the same starting lineup, now that's four really solid veterans in a starting lineup that can compete in the Western Conference. You think this is enough for Maury? We know how Maury has to get like the absolute most for his players. He unless he's, he's trying gonna, to give them away. He's he, not giving away Embiid. His initial deals are going to be trying to fleece Rafael Stone. Yeah, he's he's going to be looking for more than this. Yeah, and Rafael's going to have to play hardball, put his foot down, and say no go, Chief. You know we're either doing it fairly or we're not doing it because Daryl. That's why Daryl used to make all those trades with Sacramento all the time because he knew he was always going to get the better of every single deal. You're right, he's going to try, but if it's truly Embiid forcing his hand and wanting out. I I don't know how much more he's going to get. I don't like it. I don't. I, I don't think I'm doing this because it's just. It doesn't seem God, like the build for the Rockets. Jabari? Just doesn't feel like the the build for the Rockets. I'm going to roll with what I currently have. I'll be honest. I don't think Daryl would do it. I don't think Daryl would do it. Yeah, Daryl. Daryl's too. Daryl's too stuck on winning now every year. I don't think Embiid's going to be traded for like at least. Like if he's traded, I think it's in 12 months, not, not like nine months. I, I don't think he gets traded this season. Yeah, and Daryl still got a whole lot on his hands with whatever happens with this Harden deal for at least this year, and so that makes that even more complex. That you have to question it, and then when you look at it, you know you got Maxi, and you've got, and you're going to have to lock him up as well. But you are suddenly going to turn the corner, and you're going to try and I don't think I don't see Daryl in a rebuild situation. Nine, That's why I don't think he's going to trade him. Nine one eight says maybe keep this young core and let your new solid coach do his job. Chill out. I I agree with that. 
Four one two three. What I miss is there a trade offer on the table? Is just a hypothetical. It, it's more of a hypothetical than than a legitimate trade offer. Well, Pessimistic Chad. No team can trade five players from the roster for one and be a championship contender immediately. Uh, there have to be other moves. I, I I disagree. Like if you traded eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve on your roster for an MVP, you're a championship contender. Yeah, and you still got a guy that you you thought highly of and paid highly for in Fred Van Vliet as a point guard who's above average point guard. You, you've got pieces on your roster that can play, but you know we, we had Kelly Eco on who broke the story that if Embiid's traded, the two teams that would be the leaders in his opinion to go get him would be the Knicks and the Rockets, so that already is worth discussing. But if you've got guys now that are following that up with actual offers, we're discussing them. If, if you're the Rockets, it's intriguing. If you're the Sixers, I just think that they're going to do they're going to fight tooth and nail. They can't. If you're Daryl. Your job's on the line if you screwed up the Harden deal and then you screw up with Embiid. 713-780-3776, the HRNP listener line. Justin Verlander, did he get his groove back last night? Miller and Murphy unleashed the old JV. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Some say I am the preeminent draft expert, and they would be right, but I don't know if I'm the preeminent plumbing expert. That's why I trust Aqueduct Plumbing Company. It's important to have a good plumber, someone that you know will do right by them. And it could be a busted water heater, broken pipe, clogged drain, or a running toilet. Any of these can be a preeminent pain. So make sure that you have a plumber who is someone you can trust. And that's why I'm telling you about Aqueduct Plumbing Company. I've used them. I trust them. Go to aqueductplumbingcompany.com. Hey, guys. Lance Erline here. Does your knee 